Here's what's coming up on today's show. Yeah, so right now, we, we have four accesses open. You know, every time you talk about the angle of the dangle, Joe, our ratings go up. So I'm glad it made it onto the show. <laughs> glad it made it onto the I hope sh- it's for good reason. show this week. You know, when you're fishing that rainy river, the water is staying on Lake of the Woods in the rainy river. So your crankbaits that are like pink or pink UV, or pink UV fire tiger. Uh... Presented by Onyx. Broadcasting from the Prairie Sportsman Studios. Today's show is brought to you by Lake of the Woods Tourism. Plan your trip to Lake of the Woods at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. Show off your pride for the outdoors with new gear from the Sporting Journal Radio store. Go to sportingjournalradio.com, click on store, and browse our selection of hoodies, hats, mugs, and more at sportingjournalradio.com. All right, this time of year, it's become a tradition for many anglers, not just in Minnesota, but from around the region, to travel up to northern Minnesota to the Rainy River to take part in the spring walleye fishing and sturgeon fishing, uh, the world-class walleye fishing that takes place up there uh, this time of year. And it is uh, it is on right now. Joe Henry joins us from Lake of the Woods Tourism to talk about it. Joe, last time we spoke l- last week, it was one access, and now uh, all guns are blazing up there, it sounds like. Man, I'll tell you, that river, uh, the Rainy River is opening up really quick. Um, surprisingly, I just, it's just really going fast. In fact, uh, yeah, so right now we we have four accesses open and there's uh, there's open water within five miles of uh, uh, Wheeler's Point access. And we, we think that there's going to be open water on front of Wheeler's Point on the next couple of days. Hmm. The ice is just going quick. And But, you know, uh, I'll tell you, for people who want to go up to the Rainy River this year, got a couple of good things going on. So normally, so, so the, the walleye season goes through April 14th. And of course, the sturgeon season, you can fish past that. The thing is, normally, there'd be one access open for a long time and everybody'd be going to that one access. So it's quite busy. With four accesses open, that disperses the traffic. It is much easier to go fishing up at the Rainy River this year because of that happening. The other good thing is, you know, it's only, uh, it's still early, you know, fairly early in March. It's, it's the end of March, but I mean, there's times where that river doesn't open up until the very, very end of March. And you only got about two and a half weeks till April 14th mm-hmm. to fish walleyes. This year, you get a lot more time. So it's it's a great year to get up there. And let me tell you this, fish reports are real good. You could leave your bike at home, maybe. with the <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly. That many accesses open. So one thing you worry about when everything opens up like that in years past is um, water clarity as as uh, different tributaries open up and, and things like that and you get some runoff. It's been kind of a dry year, maybe not a lot of snow. What What's the situation for water clarity up there? Well, right now the water's doing really well and and consequently a lot of fish are being caught. I mean, they're catching, they're catching walleyes, they're catching sturgeon, they're catching big walleyes. Or, and some of the walleyes coming into the river now are starting to be the, the big kind of the whiter color, which means it came from the lake. But so, so fishing's been good because the water clarity is good. Now you worry about the clarity of the water down the road. Will some of the forks, big fork, little forks bust open and send some mud down? Well, number one, you made a good point. There isn't much precipitation there's not much snow there's not as much moisture that'll be flowing down this year so we don't really know how much that'll actually even affect the the color of the water and what kind of a push that'll be the other thing is you know a lot of times when the forks break loose in past years you know after a few days if you have enough time the water cleans out and you can fish it on the back end so there's we have a lot of things going for us this year well it's not you know and we could 
we could definitely switch to sturgeon here, but I think let's just stay on the walleyes for just a little bit because with that much, you talked about overcrowding at the accesses, but with that much of the river opening up, that gives you a lot of room on the river as well to fish, doesn't it? Oh yeah. And you know, in past years, you know, when, when, uh, uh, there, let's say that uh, the Birchdale access, which is uh, the, the larger boat ramp that's furthest to the east, that one opened up first at Nelson Park there. You know, normally there'd be a lot of boats trying to get into that one access. You'd have to have some patience. But, you know, a lot of times once you got your boat in there, there'd be enough area to fish. You know, there once you get it out there, there's a lot of water. The thing of it is, is that um, there's so much, so much water now. I mean, it almost makes it hard for an angler. All right. Which boat ramp do we go out of? <laughs> yeah. What's going to give us the best? What, what do you hear from the bait shops or from social media? Where, where are the walleyes? Where are they at? I heard a new uh, new group must have come in because they're whacking them at, you know, a timber mill out of Badette. Yeah, no, I talked to my buddy. He's up like near Clements near by Vitus. They went out of there and did real good. Not really. I just talked to my buddy, and he said that they fished, you know, Vitus and didn't do so hot. They're, uh, they're way up at uh, Nelson Park, and they're getting them up there. That, that's kind of the trick is that – so I think what a person has to do is do what you feel comfortable with, get out there and just go fishing and, 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 and play your odds and try some different areas. If you're working a stretch of the river, if, if you're whacking them, you got them going. If you're not whacking them, you know what? Just, just slide down a half a mile and fish that stretch. Fish some holes, fish some current breaks. Try some jigs with plastics. Try pitching the shorelines going shallower. Try trolling a crankbait. I mean, there's a lot of ways to get her done this time of year. Yeah, that's the next question I was going to ask you is for the guy that's never gone up there and done it. Um, you know, sometimes river fishing can seem intimidating to, to people that aren't used to fishing rivers. W- what would you tell a guy that says, uh, OK, I, I'm, I'm putting my boat in. What should I look for? And you got to stay on the, on the United States side of the river, too. Right. So that you got to fish the one side of the river. Are you looking? I mean, is there something you can look for? You're looking for breaks like that or uh, bends and seams? That's what I would do. You know, I would, I would look for a couple of things. Number one, I would take a look at your, uh, if you have Navionics on your phone or you can look at your chip on your, in your boat, um, on your graph, you know, take a look and see where the holes are, see where there might be current breaks. Gosh, you know what? In some, in some cases, um, those fish just might be laying up uh, close to shore to get a little bit warmer water. Um, it's a river system and things are constantly changing, but just mix it up and don't do the same thing all day and die. Uh, as far as a fishing sense goes, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to anchor up in a hole of a river and fish it for six hours, catching two fish. I mean, if you're not catching, give it 30, 40 minutes and then move either reset your anchor or maybe try moving up current a little bit rather than anchored up. Maybe you want to troll real slow against the current and have your jig um, with a, maybe you have a nice bright plastic on there. Maybe you have a piece of minnow on there as well. And maybe instead of going vertical jigging, maybe you put a heavier jig on and you go into the current just real slow and you drop it back and thunk the bottom and pull it forward and drop it back and thunk that bottom and pull it forward. And sometimes you're going to drop it back and that's not going to make make it to the bottom and you set that hook and there's a good wally there. Sometimes it's the angle of the dangle. Sometimes it's covering a little water. You know, sometimes, I mean, people don't always think about crankbaits at the time of year because the water is so cold, but you know, walleyes are eating minnows this time of year. So if you can pull a crankbait in, in the shallower water, whether you're pulling a straight shad wrap or if it's a little bit deeper, maybe you're putting on a three, three-way three rig or a bottom bouncer with a, a six-foot a six piece of uh, fluorocarbon and a shallow diving crankbait and pulling that real slow against the current. 
I mean, you know, you're covering water, you're putting a, a crankbait in front of a walleye uh, with the feed bag on. A lot of those walleyes are big walleyes, so they have mm-hmm. no problem taking in a, you know, a, a shad wrap or a stick bait. So I just some, some different things to think about, but it, it's, it's really kind of mixing it up until you get them dialed in. You know, every time you talk about the angle of the dangle, Joe, our ratings go up. So I'm glad it made it onto the show. <laughs> glad it made it onto the I hope sh- for good show this week. Uh, you bring it up. I was going to bring up three-way rigs because I know that's popular, like say on the Mississippi River. I don't hear about it as much on the Rainy River. You hear more about uh, jigs and even I hear about people using plastics in the spring, pitching jigs all the time up there on the Rainy River and having a lot of success with it. I, I don't know why a three-way rig with with you know with a crankbait even wouldn't wouldn't work on the Rainy River. You think it'd work great up there? Oh, it does work great. You know, you, so what a three-way rig is for people that maybe don't know, it's a, it's a swivel that has three different connections on it. One of the connection goes to your, your fishing rod. One of them has a, let's say a six feet, a six foot piece of a mono or fluorocarbon going to a shallow drum and crankbait. And the one on the bottom has a dropper of about, let's say it's two feet, two feet piece of line with like a, a two or a three ounce weight on it. And you can just bounce that off the bottom, almost like a bottom mouser, but then your crankbait's running just above the bottom. And, you know, uh, I'll tell you, the first time I ever saw that done is watching a TV show and watching Al Linder do it on the Rainy River in the spring. And, you know, Al Linder was pulling, uh, he was pulling Rapalas, you know, and uh, stick baits, I think. And, but uh, just kind of watching that. Then, then I had the chance of fishing with uh, Steve Panaz of uh, Lake Commandos. And that's where you kind of fish against each other using a different technique. You both use the same technique and then the other person gets to use their technique and you figure out which techniques is best. And when we fish Lake of the Woods in the summer, he wanted to pull three ways and boy, did we catch fish pulling three ways on the lake. So since then I've used three ways for spinners, you know, for crawler harnesses. And I've also used them, you know, for crankbaits. It's a very effective way to slowly deliver your, your crankbait in front of a lot of walleyes and, that can be a very, very good, good bait to use. You know, when you're fishing that rainy river, the water is stained on Lake of the Woods in the rainy river. So your crankbaits that are like pink or pink UV or pink UV fire tiger, uh, you know, your chromes, your chrome gold, you know, those shinier colors like that uh, are probably a pretty good bet. You know, the biggest key to fishing, and I did this when we were up at the Northwest Angle a few weeks ago, you know there's going to be fish there in the Rainy River, just like up at the Angle. I had fish on my electronics the entire nine hours that I was out there fishing, but they weren't always biting, so I just kept switching up lures, switching presentations till I get, till I'd find something that would work and then that would work for a little bit and then they kind of shut off so I'd switch to something else and I think that's about the best piece of advice you can give somebody is just to just to be prepared to change things up a little bit if it's not working well yeah and you know the other thing too is a lot of times you're going to be fishing with uh, another angler or maybe another two anglers everybody use something different use different colors use different size jigs use different size cranks somebody have a crank that's got no rattle somebody has a crank that has rattles Somebody use a shad style. Somebody use a, a, a stick bait style. You know, mix it up until you dial in those walleyes. And those walleyes, you know, the secret code might be, it might change daily. Heck, it might change every few hours based on uh, cloud cover, sunlight, what kind of, uh, what kind of a bait's moving through the system. You know, so it is. It's just a matter of being aware, trying different things, and, and just going fishing. It doesn't have to be rocket science. It doesn't have to be complicated at all. You know, uh, you know, we take all these complicated techniques and use them. And, you know, when it's all said and done, I just wrote an article. And uh, 
basically the premise of the article is uh, I, I played football for uh, John Gallardi of St. John's University. We had a lot of success on our football team. And you know what? The big thing was be brilliant at the basics. Have just a few basic techniques and just be really good at those basic techniques and you're going to be just fine. Yeah, he, he never won any football games. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the all-time winningest coach of college football history. Right. <laughs> but it's funny though because even even playing for him, I was a running back, and you know if 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 he'd see something, I mean, people wouldn't believe as a college football team how much time we spent blocking, tackling, mm, fundamentals, just going over the plays over repetition, repetition. Yeah. And it really, I bring that back to the fishing. It doesn't have to be some technical presentation that you don't understand. It could be as easy as putting on a shad wrap and casting it behind your boat and trying to stay in that, you know, six to uh, 10 feet of water and just covering some water along shore, trolling it about that. You know, you're going against the current, so your, your crank's going to be working really good. Just covering a little bit of water, 1.2 to 1.7 or 8. It's simple. Yeah. But a lot of times you'll fish the experts. Well, and it can be simple fishing for sturgeon too. We'll probably talk about that next week here on the show. And Joe, we should mention our trip to the Northwest Angle is going to air this Sunday night on uh, Pioneer PBS, uh, our uh, Northwest Angle guest ice road trip. Uh, this Sunday night, 7.30 on Pioneer PBS on KSMQ down in Rochester, Austin, April 1. TPT Life in the Twin Cities, April 3. Lakeland. Um, Bemidji Brainerd, May 1, WDSE in Duluth, May 15th, and it'll air a whole bunch of times on the Minnesota channel coming up on April 8th. You can find all those dates again at prairiesportsman.org. And if, Joe, people want to come up uh, and fish the Rainy River, where can they find out more information about it? Two places, either the Lake of the Woods Tourism Facebook page has a ton of great info. Otherwise, our website, uh, it's got info on the Rainy River boat ramps, sturgeon fishing, spring walleye fishing. And that address is lakeofthewoodsmn.com. This has been the Finding Fins Fishing Podcast, part of the Sporting Journal Radio family. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts or go to findingfins.com and make sure to like our sponsors. Hey, anglers, looking for a destination where walleyes, fresh air, and fish fries are a way of life? Look no further than the famous waters of Lake of the Woods. From Bedette and the Rainy River to the main lake up to the Northwest Angle. Here, you'll enjoy the best walleye catch rate in the state. Maybe you'll pursue world-class sturgeon, pike, or muskie. Plus, you'll find lots of full-service resorts offering charter boats, delicious meals, and lots of Minnesota nice. Come experience the walleye capital of the world. Come experience Lake of the Woods. Catch the details at lakeofthewoodsmn.com.